Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! talk about every like look this is our this is why we can't have pre-production meetings because you like to talk about everything we need to talk about ruins the element of surprise for example i was explaining excuse me i was explaining how we're going to the uh stone show tomorrow and you said well it's gonna sound it's gonna sound a lot different without a drummer and i said (laughs) yeah they're not gonna have a drummer the whole show (laughs) um so, That's classic on-air stuff. That is some classic stuff. Um, I'll always record everything we say from now on, just so we have no, it. No, just don't be funny in the, in the pre-production. <laughs> um, all right, so what do we... Uh, we have any notes before we uh, get going here? Uh, I wanted to just chat for a moment about Silent Live last week because I thought it was really good. And you were, you agreed, and uh, I just you know we're two episodes in. Did you watch the first episode? Uh, no, I haven't seen the first episode yet. Okay, so that wasn't very funny. Why would you not watch the first and then watch this one? I don't know because I was watching this one. It was on Saturday. It's not an accusation. I'm just curious. I don't know. I got a lot of things backed up. I was in Montana for a week. You know? Oh, that's right. The Montana, we all know about the trouble I'm the Montana trip brought, brought to you. Um, well, um, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian was really, I thought, very good. She had a good monologue. She had uh, a couple really good skits. I thought the um, weekend update was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I thought the funniest thing, but when I showed you guys, you didn't. I think it was that funny. It was the seltzer thing, but I was also stoned. So it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty good. She called in a lot of favors for some friends. There was one skit that had a ton of celebrities in it. That's always fun, except for then you realize that some of the writing is terrible because you can't write anything funny for one of the funniest pe- per- people of all time, Chris Rock. Like he just gets up there and goes, Thank you. Like, 
Give him something. Have him write something. I just kind of wanted to generally talk about that. It was a pretty that they did a nice job, and they're they're hitting it well when they have these random people in, which doesn't usually work. So, like the Elon Musk episode worked last year. The Kim Kardashian episode worked this year. Yeah. Who's on it this week? I don't know. Um. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch on it, you know. See, you know, um, what the her opening monologue was really good. I thought the Facebook stuff at the beginning was really funny. Like that's a funny concept. You throw all those idiot senators out to like look who are super old trying to ask questions about Facebook. It's like super funny. Yeah, it was good. Um, that's my only note. Oh, my other note is I wanted to get your take on the John Gruden thing. Yeah, I, th- I was going to, I thought we were going to talk about this. And when we talk All about right, it. let's hold off. We'll hold off. Let's go into what we're going to go into then. Uh, well, my note, I also, I went to the Halloween premiere last night. Oh yeah. How was that? It was, uh, it was, it was fun, but it was also a costume party. So like everybody was costumed up and masked. So, like, you couldn't even tell who anybody was. So it kind of took away from, like, the celebrity watch, you know, that you'd normally get at these things. Uh, but we uh, we had a good time. And uh, the movie was very violent. I mean, there was just so much blood and guts and gore and crazy kills and all this shit. Um, but it was pretty entertaining. I think people will like it. Cool. The only issue I thought of the movie is that, which, you know, we kind of knew when we were making it, is that Laurie Strode, the main character, is really not in this movie. So a lot of the movie, it doesn't have her in it. But she's like the main thing you're marketing for the movie. Yeah, she's like the driving force or kind of like what people are rallying around in the movie, but she's not actually like, she doesn't do, do anything. She's just in a hospital bed the whole time. Gotcha. Basically. Um, but no, it was, it, was, uh, it was entertaining. I think it'll make some money. The problem I don't think is uh, it's not going to make as money as the last one because it's being delivered on Peacock. You can watch it for Peacock uh, streaming if you have Peacock. And then it's also coming out in theaters. So I don't think it's going to make as much money in the theaters as the first one did. Well, it also doesn't look very good, so that doesn't help. And I, I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't take your word for it because you're obviously biased. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but it wasn't uh, the first. Yeah. And let's be honest, no one's going to the movies yet still, as we found out this weekend. Sure. So nothing's, like, really making money yet. We it's went to the theater twice in two days. What'd you say? I went to the theater twice in two days. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I guess that's our, do you have any other notes? Cause that could be our natural segue. I do not. All right, let's get into it. We went, we went and saw the James Bond movie. Yep. Scott's first outing in the theater in a long time. It's going to be difficult to go through this without spoiling, but we're going to do our best because basically everything we want to talk about are pretty much spoilers. I'm sure. Yeah. 
given our reaction to the film. Controversial ending. For us, was it, is it for everybody else? Because everybody keeps saying it's a really nice send-off. I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know about that either. I don't know if a nice send-off, like a nice send-off is in, uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to like say too much because then I'll give stuff away. So, all right, so this movie was about the uh, James Bond's obviously retired, like every fucking time he's retired. And now he comes out of retirement because something bad's going on. Um, but he comes out of retirement because some guy's got this like crazy bioweapon that's like ro- robot like nanobites that you can program to basically like find someone's DNA and kill someone and their whole family. Uh, a little a little on the nose for what's going on in real life like airborne disease like kind of tough to watch a whole movie about anyway Uh, when the stakes when the stakes have been upped in real life it kind of uh, changes your movie going experience (laughs) yeah like are these nanobites on us at all time now because we yeah I mean it crosses your mind um but apparently you can never get rid of it so if, if I get it and uh, I program the bots to kill foresters, I can't even come near you because you'll get a you and then it will be on you and then your whole family will die. Given the history that you and I have of the last 25, 30 years, I think there are several times you would have um, 100% signed up for this. Like you, you've <laughs> probably gone to an emotional place emotional enough place that you weren't thinking straight enough that you were like, you know what? This is what I want. I want the thing that kills foresters. So if he ever comes near me again. Yeah. So I don't know. There's some great action scenes. There was like, just, you know, it's not returned. I've never had that about you. Even when you ask me who's going to things because you said you decided not to go. I don't feel a hatred. I think it's, I did not confirm that uh, that argument that you just tried to make. Um, so you may. Have- <laughs> All right. No, so there were some great great action scenes in this. Like always, they always do some good spectacle stuff. Uh, a lot of car chases on uh, old old timey. Was it Italy they were at? Where were they in the beginning? When they went. Yeah, to- I think that was Italy, and then yeah. So, like, all... Um, not a lot of gadgets. No, there wasn't a lot of gadgets in this. Although, yeah, he's kind of, like, removed from everything. So, he, I mean, I guess he meets up with Q at one point. He gets, like, one thing. Uh, yeah. It, you know, but you would think, like, Q... Don't would undersell just... Q's... Yeah, well, don't undersell Q's role in this, because Q is a big deal in this movie. Yeah, he, like... Uh, Decoded everything. He was the one that tells everybody, including the audience and us, like, what the hell's going on? Right. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, it was long. It was a little long. Um, yeah. But, uh, and I thought the Anna, what's her name? Anna de something from... Anna de Armas? Yeah, Anna de Armas. Like, that whole section of the movie was... Pretty awesome. That was some good. Totally agreed. 
She's like very fun to watch on screen. She's yeah. very attractive. She's good. She's funny. She's like, like, yeah. She should. They, they should. She should be the new 007. We could say that about everybody. But. Flight scenes that she did were, were really well choreographed, and yeah, she was great. I thought she was the MVP of the movie. Um, but then we get to the ending, which we won't reveal, which was controversial. We didn't have. We had some issues with it. Um, but. Yeah, the biggest problem is I think we needed a little bit more information on these nanobites and how you destroy them because, you know, when they're trying to come up with a plan to uh, to eradicate these things, like, it wasn't really clear. Like, just blowing up a building, that's enough to stop it? Like, when we were watching this whole movie and they were showing these nanobites, or, like, what this thing does, it seems like it would be really hard to contain you know what I mean? Like, it feels like it would get in, like, everything. And then all of a sudden, you don't, you never know, like, who's got it or where it is or how to track this thing. Like COVID. <laughs> yeah. I'm going disag- to disagree with you. I don't think we need more nanobite stuff. I feel like we had more than enough. Well, I just wanted to line how we kill these things so that we know when we get towards the end what their goal is to try to kill all these things. Um, I kind of feel like the whole, I mean, this is part of the problem with the movie, the whole storyline about this like nanobite thing or whatever, this whole um, is, it's just filler for the story that we're trying the the James Bond story versus the spy story, you know, versus the 007 stuff. And so none of it's important that they needed to do is I think is spend if they're it, what, what they're trying to sell these relationships. So this is a big problem with the last 20 or 15 years of bond is he like, is like, keeps falling in love with people. And like, we're supposed to believe that this is finally the magical relationship that is going to like, like bond is like really found like the woman that he's going to spend the rest of his life with. And it's like, I get why they're doing it. It's partly because it's a really difficult needle to thread James Bond in like, you know, woke times. Right. So they keep pushing these relationships because they don't want him to be, you know, they want to be like a womanizer. And so I understand they're trying to dance across that, but it's, it just, his, it's not deep enough for us to, to make us want to care about his relationship with these people. And the other thing, and this is my hugest problem with like um, the, the Daniel Craig bond stuff is I don't want to see bond as uh, like, as like a cinematic universe or like a Marvel universe. I want it to be one-off movies. Like that's kind of the fun of because like a new bond every like 20 years or every three or four movies or whatever is that it's like wipe the slate clean. Like it doesn't matter. Each movie should wipe. I don't want to, I don't want to have to remember what spectra is. All right. I don't, I don't remember any of this. Like I don't like we have casino Royale led into skyfall, which led into spectra, which led into this. 
there's a whole bunch of stuff that gets me. Now, I remember how much I loved Casino Royale, right? I remember I loved that movie. I thought it was like probably my favorite Bond movie. Yeah, that was great. But it was because it was shot out of a cannon. It was just so different. And, it, and Bond had seemed kind of stale to that point. And everybody loved it. And then they're like, oh, well, we got to keep this going. So let's keep the story going into the next, into the next, and bleed it into this. And I don't, I don't remember, like, they're bringing all these characters in. Um, you know, you've got the, I mean, it's not a secret that he starts off dating the girl, like the psychiatrist, I guess, who he was in love with from yeah, one Spectra. Of the, yeah. But I don't remember her at all, to be completely honest. And then he's got... Um, and then the he's, got, he's in love with the girl from the Casino Royale. From Casino Royale, who I don't even... Re- I, I had to read about it after, that she's the one that drowned in the elevator. Yeah. Um, um, and then you've got... Uh, what's his name? The I want to keep saying Hans Gruber. What's the what's the guy's name? Who Christoph Waltz? Yeah, right. I don't even remember which he's a bad guy. Now it's he's from Spectra, but I don't like. I thought the bad guy in Spectra was freaking uh, what's his name? The span the Hispanic dude. Um, um yeah. Um, what's his name? From No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember right now. Anyway, I thought he was the bad guy because he's in like a couple of these movies. I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like it's all. And now we've got. Okay, so we go from those two guys who are. uh, uh, I I mean, it's so funny because I can remember his like Anton Shigat, whatever, from No Country for Old Men. And I can't remember. uh, I keep wanting to say Antonio Banderas. It's awful. I feel so. so now our bad guy is Rami Malek, who, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, it, not a fan. Um, I thought he was, it's, uh, I'm trying to find this, uh, fucking actor's name, too. It's like killing He's me. married to Penelope Cruz, Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Um, I was just looking it up. So I thought Rami Malek was... Good, but I thought the motivation of his evilness needed to be more clear. Yeah. Like, is that shit from Spectra? I don't even know. Which which guy? It, is, he, is his character, like, dealing with death that came from that movie? Or is that just an outside plot? Like, I don't even, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that they have to. That we have to do that homework. Like James Bond is supposed to be two hours of cool shit. Get out. His family was killed by Spectra. Yeah, right? but then, is that is that a movie thing or is that like something that we learn? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he looks like he's twenty five. I know he's a little bit older, but he looks like he's twenty five. That was weird. To- that was a weird thing. Like when she was like, when you find out that he like was the guy who saved her and she was like this little girl and then he was like an older guy and then they're like oh I saved you I'm like aren't you the same age yeah they I mean you could even make the argument that she might be older than him you know like it's a little weird (laughs) yeah I was gonna look that up but I'm not I mean yeah uh I want to say it's what no something happened with the audio 
Oh, wow. That was like a floating, I was going to look that up. Yeah. Weird. Um, so anyway, I mean, I don't want to complain about it all because it was fun. And, yeah. you know, it's Bond. It's like, but that's the thing is I just wanted to, you know, I I, I think that it's, it's a kind of a almost no-win situation because here we are saying how great Casino Royale was and had all these elements. And that's what made it great. But now that you turn Bond into just that, and now we're watching the fourth movie of that, I think it's a little stale. So being this the last movie for Daniel Craig, what are your thoughts on the next James Bond? What? A- well, we'll just say this: we know it's not going to be him. And we're going to. That say- was the funniest. That was the funniest joke out of there when you're like, like. Everything has to happen to make sure that he never comes back ever again. Yeah. You know, like, he didn't want to be involved in any of the... Uh... They they might as well have just shot him in the space and been like, you, you'll never come back because he's like... <laughs> um, I think... That girl that's in the movie that is the 007, uh, the other 00, there's no way she's taking over. She's got no personality. Yeah, she was. she was not... There's nothing... She was basically, so Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a writer on this. She was basically Phoebe Waller-Bridge's conscience the whole time. That's who she was. She was just there making, like, little snide jokes, the whole, you know, about everything. Um, no, she's, there's no need to keep her around. She's not, like, I agree. Uh, I I understand that they're going to definitely wind up picking something that isn't, of the norm, you know, they're, yeah. they're almost definitely not going to pick like a white guy. So we think we can count that out. You know, you and I were talking about it. I wouldn't mind it being a woman. I think it'd be kind of, if it was somebody good, I'd see it in a Diarmis. Um, she only, she just started the job though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, uh, they're they're going to have to, I mean, I don't know. I heard I, rumors I, that the Bridgerton guy was going to be it. I'm okay with that. But I haven't seen the Bridgerton. I think the thing that you got to make sure you do is if you're going, if you're going to hire somebody of a different gender, different race, don't set them up to fail. Like make sure that they're the right person. Like, you know, it, it, if it, cause it could go, it could go so well if you do it right. It could go so horribly wrong if you do it wrong, you know, if you don't. Yeah, look, like, at, look at Superman when they decided to go with Brandon Roth and make this terrible movie. I mean, I think that was just the movie itself, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, with, with, I mean that that's because they wanted Superman. Superman looks like Superman, you know. I know that they're getting away from that, but that wasn't them trying to change. That was them trying so hard to make find one that looks just like him. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm curious. I, I will tell you this, though. The thing that I took the most away from is how much I missed movies, and I didn't anticipate that. Um, like, you know, we went on a Monday matinee because we didn't want to be around a bunch of people, which is a good call. Uh, first, so we sit down, giant screen, you know, like, uh, I like that screen a lot. I like that theater. I've seen a couple, like, movies. I've seen a couple Star Wars there, I think. It's just... Like you're sitting in the middle of the screen, right? You can see everything, but you're like level with it. You're not looking up, you know. 
Um, and oh, I think my dog is crying at my door here. I think I hear, hold on. Nope, I don't. Okay, let me my chair. Wow. Um, but no, I, I, so I like. Just your I, I, thoughts crying? Huh? Yeah. Your inner monologue. My, you know, it's probably the dog. This woman moved next door to me and she has these two dogs and they're so loud. Like, um, but, uh, no, but I, I, um, I don't know. I got like kind of a rush of emotion sitting there. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot how much I love this going to see, like to get caught up in this world. And I remember like before the pandemic, I used to like want to check my phone all the time. So I'd get up in the middle of movies and just go, cause I don't want to open it in the theater. So I'd get up, I'd leave my seat. I'd go to like the back near the entrance where no one can see and I can still kind of keep an eye on everything. And I'm like, look at my phone. And it hit me like once or twice to do that in this film. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not getting up. I mean, I'm sure I'll go back into that habit at some point, but I was like, I'm, I'm not getting up cause I want to take this all in. It just felt so different. Like, uh, like it just felt great to be back experiencing all that. The other thing I took away though was when people got up to go to the bathroom, how distracting it was, I completely forgot. There's like no middle aisle, like there's no middle stairwell. So like, yeah, you have to go across like a hundred like seats to get out of, to go to the bathroom. And I completely, like I completely forgot that. And like, just given where we're at right now, you're sitting there like eating. So your mask is off and somebody's coming by and they're like right in your space. It's like, you know, uh, it's just noticeable right now. I'm sure it's it'll probably, be like, normal. I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh, this guy has to take a piss. It totally freaked me out because I haven't had anybody I didn't know that much in my space in so long that like I'm like, like you know, moving my legs and everything to the side and they're coming by me and they're like right there. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like I wasn't like worried about getting sick. I'm just like, it just felt like space invasion. So the next big movie that's coming out is Dune, but it's also on HBO Max. Will you go see it in the theater or will you watch HBO Max? No, I'll watch on HBO Max. <laughs> I I just don't care. And I, I'm excited. I don't care enough about Dune. Oh, okay. I, 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 my only, th- the, the thing that makes me want to go see it is I, you know, obviously that director, Denny's Villanueva, is like awesome. And everything he makes is pretty awesome. Like, I loved Blade Runner 2049 or whatever, 2046, whatever. I'm like one of 100 people that liked that movie. I loved it. I thought I was, because it was so beautiful. And it was so beautiful on a big screen. And I'm sure this is going to be like that. But I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I don't think this gets me there. Okay. I just don't. I mean, I, I, I saw Dune, the, the other movie, as a kid. And uh, I never cared much for the story. Well, I'm sure it's going to be uh, a lot different. I'm sure it'll be different. It's got the same characters. Yeah. I'll have to. You're going, right? Probably. I don't know. We'll see. 
Here's the thing. It's like, you could talk me into it, but like, I'm, what does it come out? This Friday? No, next Friday. So next Friday, it's going to show up on my HBO and I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm watching this now. I'm not yeah. going to wait until next Tuesday to go to the theater to see it. And I'm not going to see it and be like, boy, I need to go see that in the theater probably. So. Yeah, uh, I see. I see where you're at. All right. All right. Well, good job by us doing that. Uh, I guess one of the things we're going to, we're going to, last week we talked about Squid Game. We were both on episode three. We both uh, finished it off. Another thing we're going to try not to spoil. Um, How did you, how was, how was your Squid Game experience? Um, I liked it. I thought that I felt like they didn't have a plan if they got picked up for a second season. I thought they rushed the ending a little bit, but sorry, I'm having some issues here. Um, but I thought like there were a lot of, well, you're having some issues with your opinion. Let me just start by saying that, but keep going. The very end. How can you say they didn't set up for a second season? It's completely set up for a second season. No, I'm saying, I feel like they went back and shot. Once they found out that they were getting picked up, they redid the ending. You think so, or do you know that? Um, I don't know that, but I'm guessing, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but um, I thought there was a lot of emotional scenes. I thought it was well done. I, it was really suspenseful. Uh, yeah, and it was just creative. I really liked the, the episode with the marbles. That was, uh, that was really good. It added a lot of drama to the second half of the uh, season. Yeah, um, everybody who was ahead who was ahead of me, like, and I was like, "Hey, how you like Squid?" They're like, "Are you on episode six yet?" I was like, "No." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's a tough one." And everybody said it, but it was like, I I don't know. I I never saw any of this coming ever. So maybe I'm it's maybe I'm like the perfect audience for this because oh, I was I like not coming either. I was like. Oh, when it happened. It was so good. And, and there's so many of those moments. So I, I got to tell you, like, I loved it. I thought they nailed it. And I was like, there's no way they can end this thing in a satisfying way to me. Right. I was like, there's just like, there's just too many open holes. There's too much quackiness. It's like, um, you know, you got the cop, his whole story, uh, which I guess we, uh, I will, I'll tell you, uh, Audrey had called with the cop, his, the cop's relationship to everything pretty early in the show. Yeah, me too. I, I knew that like really early. So I didn't weird. know. Once he started going into the record room and not, well, when he showed up and he's trying to find out who the brother was and then like he couldn't find him. I was like, oh, okay. I know what's going to happen. See, I, I, it confused me because this is part of the thing you get for watching the Korean show is like, I didn't, I thought that his brother had died in the red light, green light game. I didn't realize he was a, a contestant from another game. I didn't either. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's part of the problem of watching shit like that. That's where something like that gets lost. But, uh, who was involved in the end and everything, um, I was completely shocked by. Were you, or did you yeah. have a? 
No, I have I had no clue that was going to happen. I I I absolutely I just was like this is awesome. This is awesome. Um I mean, I think uh number 456 needs to get his priorities like straight. Like you can still go do you can still like go blow up the squid game uh and go see like your kid first. You know what I mean? Like like you don't just have to make these rash, horrible decisions all the time. You can kind of do both. Well, also, like, he promised that girl that he would go to find her brother. Like, why did he wait so long? That, that's all I kept yelling at the whole time. Like, just go, you know. It's and been then, a year. It's been a year? You haven't gone yet? Exactly. Exactly. This girl, so that, this girl that you were, like, trying to fight for the whole time, like, asked you to do something, and you promise and then it takes you over a year to go but but it was worth the wait in the story because what gets him to go do these things is a is a i think is an awesome yeah like when the person that he's talking with at the end says um when you if you're really rich if you have all the money in the world or none of the money in the world uh, life sucks because you can't do anything like that. I mean, that paraphrasing, you know, but yeah. that was, that blew me away. I was like, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. That was good. Sorry with the F-bombs, but that, that's just great. Like it's, I imagine it to be true. Like if you, you know, they always say, what can you get the person who has everything? Like there's nothing you can get to make them happy. Yeah, and then it. Yeah, I'd like to. So, that, though. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd rather be one than the but, other, but yeah, still. Yeah, let, uh, let me test this uh, thing out. But it was cool. I, I I absolutely love that. It blew me away, and um, I'm like, yeah, I'm like very impressed with how Squid Game turned out. Yeah, it was good. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, switch switch um, everything and go up into some sports. All right. Somebody who, who might want to consider getting into Squid Game is John Gruden. Ooh. So, what do you think about it? He's going to have a lot of time on his hands. Well, listen. Obviously, you know you shouldn't be putting shit in an email. That's really bad. Or you have some sort of racist or thing if you're, like, sending emails, like, with racist shit in it. But I do agree that the um, – and I think the Player Association is um, – speaking about Player Association, just a sidebar, the strike. You heard that they're striking on Monday, right? Who? Us. Oh, I ought to? No. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Let's stick with the... No, I didn't hear that. Sorry, I just remembered that. All right, so... Um, the Player Association is now asking the NFL, since all these emails came from an investigation that they did into the Washington football team and all their fucking, like, shady business that they were doing with all the cheerleaders and all that stuff. Um, they're saying... You need to release all the emails so we see the extent of what other people are saying. They're trying to basically 
railroad the owner, Dan Snyder, and trying to get him out. And like, well, I think it's a lot more than just Snyder, too. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be other things. But it is fair to John Gruden if you're going to can him for indiscretions that he made, which rightfully so, I'm not condoning it. You know, why can't other people who did the same thing get the same treatment as he did has? You know, right. Right. Um, What do you think about that? No, no, no. I'm with you. I think that uh, it's a huge problem. They obviously have an agenda. It's pretty obvious. I mean, I don't know what, what it is. That's not what's obvious, but it's obvious that they were like, let's let's he is our scapegoat to get out of this. So I'm pretty sure when he had all the things he said about Cadell, it was pretty much like Cadell was like, Yeah, he's our guy. He's our scapegoat. Michael Sam. Um He's got a gay player on his team, like the first guy that came out. Yeah, he he's uh I mean so Gruden. I think I mean, no. And he's sending out naked pictures of cheerleaders. Like, what, like what's wrong with this guy? Well, no, they sent it to him. Oh, it was sent to him? Daniel Snyder sent them. Or no, sorry, an executive with the Washington football team sent him pit photos of the people. The whole thing's a mess. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, like, it's kind of funny. I've always hated Gruden, to be honest. I find him annoying. I hated him on Monday Night Football. People used to give me a hard time about it, but I was like, he's so self-serving. Like, he thinks he's so, like, he'd always say the National Football League. You know, it used to drive me nuts. Um, but, you know, he's a ma- he was always like a mascot for what football is supposed to be. And you start to, I mean, it really, you start to see the seams, like, come out on that when he's like, yeah, man, I don't have a racist bone in my body. And meanwhile, he's like, fuck these guys for protesting, like, you know, blah, 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 this guy, this name, you know, that, you know. Queer, yeah. And it's, um, you know, I mean, I think that that's, it's important that somebody's getting called out, that, that that's getting brought to light. Um, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, if you follow the people who are, who are really having his back, they're the people you'd think it's like Donald Trump jr. It's like, uh, you know, um, you know, all these right-wing people who are like the left is trying to silence John. And like, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, um, it's, uh, but, like, I also, I don't know, like, part of me thinks, like, send me, you know, that stuff you should, I don't know. He's a big phony and he deserves it, but at the same time, like, if we're going to start going through everyone's emails and find, we're going to find a lot. Like, I don't know who works anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's not going to be a lot of people that work. Um, you know, there's, I mean, I know, look, like, I, know the, I know the coach for, or the owner of the Mark Davis of, you know, the Raiders like has been probably wanting to get rid of them, and they realized they made this contract for ten years, a hundred million. They were like, "That was a bad choice." I don't know. Mark Davis came out and said, "I didn't fire him." John Gruden resigned. 
Uh, and if you got any problems with any of this stuff, take it up with the NFL. Like he kind of threw the NFL in the bus. I was like, this isn't me. I didn't not, you know, this, this wasn't cause I did it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I, um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm just kind of, I'm not upset about it, but I also like, the more, yeah, the more access we get to everything, the more we're only going to be disappointed by people. Yeah. So, like, where did, when does it, when does it cut off? Um, and again, I'm not advocating for him to keep his job. I just, I wonder, because the thing with him is, it's not even just like, he's, it, it, you know, the way it was reported at first, it was like an email, you know, where he said some racist stuff. And I'm like, all right. You know, like, you know, give the guy a chance to like, because the whole thing is, you right? Like, there's probably times in your life that you said something that now you look and you go, huh, well, I've learned that that's not something I should say, right? So what are we doing if we're not all getting better, right? It, it's, yeah. that's what we're supposed to be doing is we're all learning, right? We're all figuring this out. It's not an excuse for anything. It's just, you know, when you find out it's like seven years of this, and then when he the, – the, the joke he made about the guy in the players' union was that the guy had big, like, tire lips or something. Yeah, Michelin tire lips. And he said, oh, that's just what I call people who, who lie a lot. I say they've got rubber lips. And I mean, that, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's like when Kavanaugh was like – when he was, like, doing his uh, – and he was saying, like, with the he word better, means he would have been better just saying, I'm not making any racist thing. I'm just saying he has big lips. I thought about that too. I thought about that too. You, yeah. say, you know, but it's tough just, to produce. I'm making fun of a body part. No, you're right. Because if you go through 650,000 of John Grin's emails, you're probably going to find some uh, things, uh, uh, some remarks about white people's appearances as well. So, you know. You're right. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that wasn't the only thing he said. There's like seven years of this stuff. So, yeah. but I just hate that lean, like lie. Oh, that's not what I meant. I meant. Um, I don't have a racist bone in my body. But I, I mean, but that's the thing is, I don't think, I yeah. think he probably thinks yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Honestly, on the scale of racism, he's probably not very high on it. He just, um, and this isn't to make an excuse for him, but he doesn't. He grew up at a, in a place with people that doesn't understand that full weight of racism and the full weight of your words and how you know. Um, but anyway, that's the kind of person that should not be in charge of a fifty-two man roster that's eighty percent black. So yeah. let's just say that. Um, anyway. So, yeah. All right. So I guess we're kind of in the same place about it. Uh, good luck to you, Gruden. Uh, I, I'd i like to see his brother's emails. Yeah. All right. So uh, where were we at with our picks? Oh, you're just switching everything up. Um, no, I'm not switching things. We were talking about NFL. And now we're talking about our picks. Well, just explain what happened now. We were talking about something and you accidentally paused it. I accidentally was messing around on the computer and paused it and then they would not have known. Justin, they would I not don't remember what well, we were 
in mid-conversation when we got interrupted and said your recording has stopped. So it's going to cut abruptly, and then you're going to come back and be like, hey, so what's your picks? Actually, I think it's going to cut together perfectly because you were like, I would like to see his emails. And then that was the end of it. it Oh, yeah. That's what the last thing was. I'd like to see John Jay Gruden's emails. All right. Picks. Let's do it. So what was our week last week? Last week, I went 1-1-1, and you went 2-0-1. We both tied on the uh, same game on opposite ends. Yeah, uh, that Green Bay Bengals game, and so let's just talk about that game for a second because we went out to watch these games together, which was really fun, by the way. Yeah, like, I I think we should do this again soon. Maybe not like every Sunday, but yeah. in a couple of Sundays we should get together and do that again because like it's kind of fun to be out watching. Yeah, and the games at once unpacked, and it was we had our own little space. It was good. Exactly, except for the guy who was sitting behind me who had really bad body odor. That was fun. That guy was wearing a a uh, Mike Ditka um, sleeveless uh, uh, sweater vest That's with bears across it. All right, so it probably came from nineteen fifty. Yeah, because it so it's probably that's probably part of where that smell came from. Um, but no, so we sat there and you and I agonized over this. Well, I agonized over because I also bet it. Uh, this Green Bay Cincinnati game where everybody kept missing kicks. Uh, I mean, and that's why, you know, when you were talking about Monday night coming down to Baltimore, um, you had to know there was going to be a missed kick and it wasn't going to be Justin Tucker that had to play to everything given this week. It was yeah. a week. It was a, it was a wonky week. I'm just glad uh, I didn't lose my, I'm still in my suicide bowl. So we went out together. Why, why did we go out together on Sunday? What game did we go watch? Watch the Giants-Cowboys matchup, the first of the season. And Giants lost their whole offense in the uh, first half of the game. Where do you really think that game winds up if they don't all go out? I think it's a closer game, but I still think you guys won. Yeah, I kind of think the same thing. Like well, um, probably a four, three to four-point game. Okay. Um, I... I still think that call we, – you know, we yelled at that call the whole time, how terrible it was to roll Danny Dimes out on that on that QB keeper. Everybody knew it was coming. It's just so typical Garrett. Yeah. It's the best. And then uh, what I didn't realize is because uh, you had one receiver on your team who was kind of going nuts. I didn't realize he was like the – that guy was supposed to be good. He winds up having like 190 yards, and then he takes a swing at somebody, so he's out next week. No, he didn't get suspended. Oh, he didn't. Okay. I guess that you know, they probably felt better for him. All right. Well, good. Good for you. Uh, what, what do you got this week? My picks? Yeah. All right. My first pick, I like uh, Carolina getting a half a point at home versus Minnesota. Oh. I uh, wouldn't touch that game with a 10-foot pole. I don't know what to do with any of those teams. I don't have any trust in any of them. But um, I, like I like the Carolinas at home. I think McCaffrey's coming back this week. Didn't he uh, play last week? No. I thought he was back last week. No. Tells you how much of that game I watched, even though we sat there with nine TVs. Um, shockingly, that wasn't a major, major game. Um. Okay, my first game, I'm taking tomorrow night's game. I'm taking Tampa Bay minus seven against Philly. Yeah. 
That's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting game. I don't think so. I think that uh, they're going to kill him. And I think that <clears throat> um, Fields is, uh, is just not that good. <laughs> okay. I do. I mean, I, I think that guy, what did he throw for like? He had, he, he threw, he's like been thrown for like under 200 yards a game. I think it's They're making game. plays. They're making plays and they're standing games, but I, I think it's a big fraudness uh, at this point. So I'm thinking Tampa Bay minus seven. What do you got? Uh, Buffalo minus five and a half at Tennessee. I think uh, Buffalo is probably the best team in the AFC. As we saw on Sunday night, they fucking killed the Chiefs. Um, and I think Tennessee's defense is awful. And then who knows what receivers are playing in this game. So, yeah, I'm sure I like this. I'm guessing that they're all going to play, but who knows? I like this too. The only thing that keeps me from taking Buffalo is last week was such a big game. Is this like a letdown game? Like, you know, they had that circled for, you know, yeah. Um, not, I mean, but Tennessee is a playoff team. They've won the division. So, like, maybe they, you know, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's hard not to take Buffalo right now. They're, they're rolling. Tennessee looks terrible. I'm with you. Um, Who do you have as number two? My second pick, I have the, the Chiefs minus six and a half at Washington. A little bounce back? I don't know if this is as much as a bounce back. Is I, I, again, think that the Redskins are just as bad as the Eagles. Like, I think that team is terrible. That defense was completely overrated. Uh, I think the Chiefs are, I mean, the Chiefs are going to be there at the end of the year. It's going to be shocking if they're not, right? So if this game was two weeks ago and you told me the spread was only going to be six and a half, I, I would have put, like, everything on it, you know, before the results of the last two games. Yeah. Buffalo obviously exposed how bad Kansas City's defense is. I don't think Heineke can do kind of the same things. So I'll take the uh, – I'll give the six and a half and take uh, – essentially I've got a two-team teaser right there. Let's just go ahead and say it. Tampa Bay, Kansas City is a pretty nice-looking tease. Yeah, that is a pretty good teaser. Uh, my third pick is- actually – you want to three-team it, let's maybe throw some Buffalo in there, too. And now we're really talking. Uh, who's your third? Chargers, minus two and a half, or plus two and a half at Baltimore. I think, like, Baltimore's defense is not very good. They got killed by Indianapolis. And, you know, Indianapolis is not a, the firepower offensive squad as chargers are and they're going to be up by a lot and not be able to come back yeah let's i mean let's go ahead and say it. this chargers team's like the most fun team they're like awesome um that game i mean it seems like every week the chargers are playing someone that we're like i can't wait to see the chargers play that team like chargers cleveland was freaking awesome last week uh this is another one you know like they're getting two and a half, playing against the, maybe the hottest player in the NFL right now. You know, uh, it's good. My uh, third game, and I'm I'm kind of surprised you didn't take this. Is the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half over New England? Uh, you've been on this descent of New England all year. 
You said that they're not that good. I kind of thought that they were. Um, uh, there's a lot of good games uh, that have some decent spreads this week. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the one. I mean, I'll be honest. The other, the my fourth team that was. I mean, I went all the NFC East was taking the Rams minus ten against yeah. Glennon, but. Well, um, Daniel Jones might, is probably going to play. Oh, really? Okay, I'm glad I stayed away from it then. Uh, but because uh, I think if he plays, they can keep that within there. But I stuck the Rams in my suicide pool. Yeah, me too. They're fucking definitely going to win. Um, that's great. All right, so that's our uh, our picks for the NFL, and now we will leave you very all. too soon. The too soon uh, league to show up, and uh, we're getting back to NBA. So NBA quick preview. This week. What'd you say? NBA starts on Tuesday. I know. So we had to get this in beforehand. Um, we'll, we're just gonna go over some of our favorite betting stuff. We're not gonna go. We don't have to go through every team or anything. Um, I'll tell you. I'll start. You you can kind of like kick in the gear however you want to change this up. But uh, any teams to win it all or the East or West that you like? Before you start going through all this okay. thing, I'm just going to say that I have I like the Miami Heat this year. I think... I, I do not like the Miami Heat this year. I do not like that team at all. Their starting lineup's really good. Okay. Kyle Lowry. Who's 36. Jimmy Butler. Okay. Bam. Hero. Hero, who we don't know if he's good or not. PJ Tucker, who can't, who, who, I know. PJ Tucker. No, they have, they have more players on their team. Who averaged under two points in the NBA Finals, playing like forty minutes a night. Everyone's like, PJ Tucker's the best. Uh, Miami. Yeah, I, I am not, I am not on the Miami train at all. So that's good. I, in fact, I. Uh, they got Olin Depot, too. Well, they've had Olin Depot. Oladipo is not going to play until Marquise, right? Duncan Robinson. I'm not any of the Mars guys. Get me out on that. I don't know. I, I, I like their team. I got you. I'm not. All right. Well, they so, have good fucking players on their team. So what, let's get in. Who do you like to win to win it all? Let's start with that. Um, money money wise, obviously you're probably going to take the Knicks or the Lakers or the Nets or the Lakers. Lakers seven to two. I like that. I do too. I have that. I would say I'd put the Clippers at eighteen to one. I wouldn't touch the Clippers. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you ever? Because Kawhi Leonard's going to be back at some point. He's not going to be back at some point. Why do you think he'll be back at some point? I think he'll be back at the end when they need him the most. I, I well, yeah, because he does that every year. That guy bails at the end of every year right now and doesn't tell anybody anything. What are you talking about? Two years ago, he took Toronto to win this fucking playoffs. Right. But the reason he went to Toronto is because he bailed on San Antonio the year before. And then last year, he gets hurt in that last series, doesn't tell anybody if he's ever going to come back. I'm not touching the Clippers. I'm just going to tell you right now. I like the I like the Lakers. All right. Well, here's some other odds that I like. I like the Warriors at 10 to 1. I like the Jazz. I, I like Warriors and the, to win the West at eleven to two. Okay, I, you, I could be talking that. 
the Jazz at twenty to one, and I like the Suns at twenty two to one. I really like the Suns at twenty two to one. I'm I'm one hundred percent in on that this year. Yeah. I'm not picking them in, in very much else, but twenty two to one for a team that went to the finals last year. Yeah, I, I too, it's like throw five bucks on that. Let's win a hundred. Let's go. Yeah, they're gonna be like third or fourth seed. So, just saying, it's not. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, all right, so I didn't really have any to win the East or West. Do you have anything there? I have Miami at ten to one to win the East, and Nets at seven to five. Obviously, but I don't know if that's great. Odds. I'm staying away from the net. I, it's another team I want to stay away from. I mean, I hate to keep saying stay away, but like, dude, they're. Um, this whole Kyrie situation is a mess. Like, do you think he want? I mean, they. I was listening to the the Simmons podcast where they did all their over-unders today. And they were trying to put a ban on discussing Kyrie or Ben Simmons. Cause they're like, they have two guys generated less and been talked about more. Um, well, not that Kyrie's generated, but they're just saying like, uh, um, I don't know the fact that he's not playing. I don't know if you saw Stephen A. Smith's rant about him today. It was pretty great. No. Stephen A. Smith just decided to go off on Kyrie. He's like, I'm not holding back anymore. I'm going to really tell you how I feel. He just doesn't care about basketball anymore. Yeah, he's a he. A, yeah, he's he's a little more. I don't know. You know, I I, I don't know. I can't imagine. And uh, you know, it's great. He also got Don Don Junior's endorsement yesterday. He Don Junior put out a tweet saying. Kyrie has sacrificed more than Colin Kaepernick ever could. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. So uh, let's skip all that. These guys still, we're still listening to tweets that the Trump administration, the Trump kids are sending out. Trump's like a Trump is. Let's not get too far, but like, if if they were going to hold the election, like. At the end of the year, you think you think Trump loses that election right now? Do you think he's gonna try to become president again? Personally, I think he's grifting as much money as he can right now. He's going to he's waving it out that he's going to because this is the only way he can make money, as you see, like all of his properties are losing. Um, and he also wants to stay completely relevant. But I think that's also kind of what he was doing in 2015 when he decided to run in 2016. And then they were like, it went so far and he got the nominee. I mean, I, I don't know. What, what indication do you have that he's, you know what? The, the best thing I saw about this stuff was Bill Maher on, on Friday night. He did his new rules and then his last his closing thing was basically – if you look at the set, I mean, not that we want to get into politics, but like if you look at the setup of everything that's happened since the election, it's completely every move that the Republicans have made is to set up, like put people in place so that in case he loses again, they've got the people in place to overturn what they wouldn't do before. It's really interesting when, like, when he broke it down and you start going through the rules. And it's going to come down to, you know, how Mike Pence last year wouldn't, wouldn't like decertify the election. He certified it. 
It's going to be up to Kamala or Kamala to decertify it. And she's going to do it. And it's going to be like just a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, that's, and it's like, holy smokes. Like it's, but you see what they're doing with, with these rules that they're putting into place for the, everything. It, it is opening it up that they can put people in to say, Hey, you know, we don't, we don't believe these results. We're going to change them. And that's scary. So I don't know. I don't want to get into all, you know, like whatever. I, I mean, what do I know? Uh, I, back to Kyrie. That, that, but this is, but this is what Kyrie is now. He's a, he's a guy that gets you going off on tangents about like vaccines and earth. If the earth is round and like, like, I don't want any part of any. So the worst. good luck to you, buddy. Uh, I, it's such a shame because I've never seen a guy more gifted at getting to the hoop than him. It's like what he can do to get to the, like the way he can create like, uh, like shots for himself by getting to the hoop is just, I'm never seen anything like it. Like he is by far the quickest, best at it. And he hit one of the best shots I've ever seen when Cleveland beat uh, Warriors and such a shame that he is such a mess. Uh, Anyway, divisions. All right, divisions. So I saw some that I liked money. So let's just say Kyrie doesn't come back, right? Let's say Harden plays some fixing games off. Durant, could you see the Sixers or the Celtics winning the winning that division? Definitely. Or is that? Yeah, I can see the Sixers win. So. They're at plus 450 right now. I'm thinking that's not a bad, you know, flyer to throw out there. Yeah. I like uh, the next one I've got in the East is, uh, you know, you said that you're a Miami Heat fan. I, I just looked at Charlotte at 12 to 1. I think Charlotte's pretty good if they can build on. But, I mean, I would – again, that's just an odds thing. Um in the West, I really like the Grizzlies at plus three fifty. So um, I, I like the Grizzlies to uh, not make the playoffs. Oh wow! So how uh, you said that the Heat are the team? So I have the Grizzlies basically in all of my things moving forward. Basically, oh. gonna it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, we're going to be far apart. Um, Grizzlies, huh? Um, I mean, I. I but Dallas, Dallas is the favorite. But if it's not the Grizzlies, the Pelicans look really bad. The Spurs aren't good, and the Rockets are terrible. Yeah, I think the Pelicans under is a lock. I think. Yeah, that, that's that's what they all said. The Simmons thing. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, see, I like the Dallas Mavericks to win that division easily. I, uh, you. I mean, I, I I think that's fair for sure. I don't. Again, these are just flyer. I'm not taking. I'm taking like good odds. Yeah, I got you. Um, I like the Nuggets to possibly win that division over the Jazz. That's seven to two. And now, I, I, yeah, I don't because like the Jazz play like the Jazz every they win like sixty games every regular season, and you know the Nuggets are missing their second best player for the year. Unless you think Porter is that good. Well, is Murray coming back? If he comes back, it won't be until, like, the spring. He's not supposed to. That's why this this whole coming back early to 
get back on track. It's so stupid. Great. Uh, what about what do you think of Golden State four to one? Um, and they play Lakers, Suns, Clippers. I know, but you're not getting Clay back until next year. Yeah. Uh, I actually really like the Lakers at plus 135. I can't believe you're getting plus money on the Lakers. Uh, it's 27 to 20. I don't know what that means. It's plus 135. Okay. 100 to win 135. I mean, you know, I mean it's close to even, but the, it, the fact that you're getting it, I think it's I pretty like good. Uh, those are my division uh, matchups. Nets Lakers is seven to one. I think no matter what happens in the regular season, those two teams are probably going to wind up there. But I, I put money on them a while ago to to do that. I don't even remember where I got the odds at. Um, MVP? Anybody you like an MVP? Steph. I like Steph too. Eight to one. I'm yeah, there with you. I like it. That's the only one. So when you got, I I like Luca a lot at uh, at four to one. I like Freak at six to one, and then I think Harden and LeBron are worth taking a flyer on at fifteen to one each. What's Chris Paul? Um, I would not. I'll tell you if he's even on here. Chris Paul's uh, seventy-five to one. So yeah. put a dollar in Chris Paul. <laughs> he's not going to win, um, but. He was in the discussion last week, so that's the only reason I'm saying. Um, I got rookie of the year, Cade Cunningham, seven to two. Yeah, I like that. Uh, my favorite rookie of the year bet is is Mobley at ten to one, though. Uh, but Cunningham at plus three fifty, I really like. Yeah, I like Mobley too. Um, I also wanted. I was trying to show like Scotty Barnes at fifteen to one is interesting to me, um, but I. I I wouldn't probably I, – I'd stick with either Cunningham or Mobley. I, basically, you're betting against Jalen Green. I don't know enough about Jalen Green. You know, I never saw him play. He was like a D-league player or whatever. Um, so, I don't know. I, I just saw Cunningham play last year. He was awesome. And I saw Mobley play, and he was even better. So, uh, I guess we'll see. Um over-unders or playoffs? These are our last two. Yeah, one defensive player of the year. Oh, Anthony. there you go. Anthony Davis, 13-2. to two. I like it. Okay. <sighs> he stays healthy. We, I, I could be into that. Sure. But, all right. So, let's, we can go to uh, over-unders. Over-unders. All right. Uh, oh, damn. Okay. They keep pulling this off at night on, on my – Website, they keep pulling off the over-unders, so I only have the ones that I wrote down. Um, I'm going in alphabetical order. My first one that I like is Atlanta over 47. Oh, okay. I don't have them. Okay. Uh, who, who, how many, how I, don't know, many, I don't know what to think about that. I've got one, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> okay. Two. I've only got uh, – well, I got nine. So you can take the next one. I like Houston under twenty five. I love that. Might be our that might be our big that might be our our golden our big bet. I'm with you there. I like Houston under also. Yeah, Houston twenty five point five, and then I like New Orleans under at thirty nine point five. Yeah, I can. I'll jump on that with you. I think uh, I don't have that written down, but um, 
everybody they were laughing about it saying essentially it was uh they think it's a lock of the year on the on the over under podcast i kind of like boston over 47 and a half i feel like i take boston every year um but they're like they're always pretty good so like i don't know i'm not like in love with it if you're not feeling it we'll move on uh, what do you think about Nets under? Under I, I don't. I. Uh, I mean, I guess I would lean under with them, but I don't love. I know. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't. I feel icky. Their whole situation. Like I, I feel like it, it, we're gonna get egg on our face either way. You know. Yeah. Like no matter what, if you lose it, you're gonna be like, of course I should have seen that none of them were gonna play. And then if you're like they go over, you're like, of course I should have seen that they were. Like this team has like eight million awesome players. Of course they're they you know. So um one I really love, and I, I, I just cannot for the life of me figure out why it is what it is, is Minnesota under thirty four. I can't figure out how they get thirty four wins out of Minnesota this year. What did who did they pick up that I'm missing? Uh I don't know. I mean, this is a basement team year in and year out. What, they, what, what was their uh, record last year? I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Um, uh, it's oh, tough to go with last year because last year's ten less games. You know. Yeah, I know. So but yeah. you've got an unhappy superstar. They won twenty-three games last year. Right. So we're adding add ten more games. So what that would if they stayed the same they'd be at twenty eight if you go give them five and five to even be nice, and now they're at thirty four. I don't know where they get those, you know. I don't know where it comes from. Um, yeah, I like that but, one. But I, I mean, and I also think that I think Towns is unhappy, and if he decides he wants to go, there's not much they can do. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of leaning toward yeah, the Minnesota under. Go ahead with another one with your bad self. Got uh, Sacramento under 30.5. I don't know. I feel the same way you think about uh, uh, Minnesota. I'm like, who the fuck do they have on their team? I don't even know. So the last thing I listened to before I got on this podcast with you was a thing about they're talking about Sacramento, if they don't make the playoffs this year, will set like a record for the most consecutive years for any team to not make the playoffs. And they were like very aware of that last year and were trying to like do it in the end. And they could wind up doing something to make sure they get in the playoffs so that they don't set that record. Cause apparently they're very aware of it and don't want it to happen. And that doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're good because you're not going to make, you know, uh, yeah. when Luke, especially if Luke Walton is as bad of a coach as everyone seems to think he's been, so, um, curious. We can flirt with that. Um, I like uh, I like the Knicks over forty two and a half. Mm. I know it's a little, and I hate the Knicks. So, but um, I just think that team has like a solid like group. They added a couple guys like they're a little deeper this year. Yeah, I'm like. Uh, why not? I like it. Okay. Um, I don't know if I want to bet on the Knicks, but Lakers over 51. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, 
if they're all healthy, it's. Uh, but they're all really old. <laughs> true. Uh, and Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix over 51. <coughs> we'll see. Yeah. I could be talked into. I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll see what last year had, like did to them. What's going on with this Aiton deal? What's wrong with Aiton? Well, didn't they? Didn't he not get uh, the the max deal that he wanted or something? No, they're gonna they're gonna give it to him. Okay. I thought he went and negotiated, and they said, "No, we're not gonna give it to you yet." Yeah, I don't know about that. They're they're gonna fucking they're gonna give him a lot of money. All right, here's another team that I've been kicking around. They're not losing that guy. Okay. Another team I'm kicking around a lot on a lot of this stuff is Portland under 45. Yeah, I like uh, Portland also under, and I have them at plus 195 not to make the playoffs. Yeah, me too. I I do too. Um, I just kind of don't trust that Dame's going to be there. Um. They apparently picked up a couple guys that are pretty decent this year. I think Hardaway's there, um, but I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'd be willing to take my chances. You know, every uh, last year I I rode Portland pretty. You know, pretty much that was like my team um, that I, I was fighting for on this pod, and uh, it came through. But it was like it was like down to the wire. And I just kind of feel like with, you know, the fact that they're just not getting better and eventually he's going to have to go. Uh, maybe they make a trade that, that makes them better and then this winds up blowing up. But I think there's a move that gets made. Uh, I'm on the bet against them. So that's where I'm with you there. What else you got? Um, I like, uh, as I said, Miami over 48 and Pacers under 43. I kind of I I kind of like the Pacers a little bit, like not my bet. You like the team, yeah. Like I kind of like the the team yeah. a little bit. Uh, it's another team that I bet against last year that kind of wound up uh, coming back to haunt me. So, um, that you know they'll be healthy this year. They lost um, who'd they lose last year? Somebody good. Whatever. Uh, they're probably going to be right around. Or whatever the hell. Yeah, Bogdanovich. That's right. He went down. So he's back. Uh, and they were, like, going to coast to this last year until he got hurt. They still wound up going over and making the playoffs. Um, and then they got smacked around in the playoffs. So um, I had – listen to these guys talk. I took San Antonio over 30 and a half. I can't tell you a player on their team. Um but, like, they're the same team from last year, and they won, like, this many games last year. And the only team guy they lost is DeRozan. I'm, I'm not a DeRozan fan at all, so I don't know. I have San Antonio under 30. Okay. Yeah, they're terrible. But, they, I mean, they play hard. They have a coach. They're not going to be tanking. They have, like, a good coach. I don't know. I, I'm not going to bet against Pop. Okay. Um, my last one I have is Pistons over 25. I don't know why I like it, but Pistons over 25. I don't know. 
what other than Cade Cunningham, like what about the Pistons makes, you know, and it's that guy couldn't even bring Oklahoma state to the second round of like, uh, of, he couldn't even bring the, um, bring Oklahoma state to the sweet 16. Yeah. I don't know why I like it. I just saw that and was like, they could probably win 25 games, but maybe the East uh, is good this year. The East, you have to, you know, you have to think it's a little different. All right, let's go with playoffs. Uh, yes or no's. The only ones I had were Trailblazers no and Grizzlies no. I had Portland no. I had Memphis yes. Um, I would take a flyer on the Clippers no because it's plus two seventy. Um, I have Miami no at six to one. Um, not that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I just like the odds and I don't like the team. Um, the Knicks, yes, at minus 150. And then, I mean, I don't know. Toronto, yes, at plus 205. They, they can sneak in. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't I don't know what – uh, They have on their team. Siakam. If Siakam is who he was two years ago, they make the playoffs, you know? But that guy, like, Lowry? shell of himself. Without Lowry. Who cares about? I don't understand all the love for Lowry. All that guy did was take charge. They have Drogic now. Yeah, so Drogic's like a leading contender for six man of the year. But Drogic, who like came out and said, "I don't want to play here." Yeah, he's always fucking miserable. I hate that guy. But he's a good basketball player. He's a good basketball player. But I don't. He annoys me. I'm reading this. Uh... DeAndre Hayden thing I, that I didn't even hear about this, and I'm not happy about it. He's all pissed. Wow. The, our Suns, like the number one Suns guy I guess in just, the Los Angeles yeah. area doesn't know about it. Yeah, it just happened like a little. Uh, yeah. I guess they're meeting right now, three hours ago. DeAndre Hayden meeting with fucking those guys. There you go. Breaking news. I, You know what? If nothing else in this podcast reporting that uh, has a photo of DeAndre Aiden. Oh, let's just this TMZ TMZ is like my most trusted source. If oh, really? something's going on, I believe them. I I think I tend to agree with you. I don't know if they're my most trusted source, but I I tend to uh, agree on that. Uh, they say something's going on. They've been like they've gotten in so much trouble for shit. Like they like have to dot the i's and cross the t's on everything. Yeah, I mean, didn't TMZ get bought for like not as much money as they thought they were going to get big? Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, they just got bought out by like AT and T or something for like fifty fifty million or something. Well, AT and T is uh, in an interesting position right now. Um, bought by Fox News or something. Fox. Well, Fox is owned by Warner. Yeah, for like fifty million, less than fifty million. Hmm. And they thought that they were like worth a lot more. Now they're. Well, I mean, if they'd sold a while ago, they would have been right. Gossip was a big thing. Now, like social media, you don't need gossip because yeah, people are bringing it all to you. You know, life's funny like that. Um. All right. Well, obviously we didn't solve anything here today. I think we know we're going to take Houston under. Um, that I know. Everything else, um, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, it's funny because we were doing doing some solo stuff, 
you like the Heat and you don't like Memphis and I like Memphis, yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, hopefully all of that nonsense is something that somebody makes some money off of. Yeah. If anyone followed that other than Mania. <laughs> well, it was like our NBA preview. You know, it's good. I mean, NBA preview kind of sucks now because it's like all the players are on two teams you know, or three teams. So it's like you're going to just be picking them. So might as well just figure out these little games to make money on. Yeah. That's what I say. All right. Cool beans. Next week we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs>